So first, could you um, help me and help our listeners understand what independent journalism actually is and then how that translates to, to what you do day to day? Yes. So independent journalism is what journalism was supposed to be. And what I mean by that is in its best form, journalism is a public service where you are just trying to get to the truth of something, where you are covering issues with the spirit of solving them in mind. That means when you're talking about homeless issues, police brutality issues, crime issues, You go in there to collect the data, but ultimately, if you're doing a good job, you're going to start to find solutions, right? And that's just unimpeded journalism. Now, I feel like what has happened or what maybe has been the case all along is that you are in these mainstream media spaces or spaces that are funded by... Um, if it's not the government, like, you know, NPR or, or, or PBS that are part, partially, at least partially funded by the government, then you've got places like CNN and New York Times that are funded by just really rich families that own a lot of media, right? So, and they, they have really sophisticated apparatuses, um, which include kind of self-censorship in order to, for you to maintain your job, uh, to make sure that you don't go too hard on the issues. Let's not go too hard on that police officer, which, and it's not always a police officer, but let's not go too hard on some of the, like, you know, how do the guns end up in that city when the laws actually prohibit that? What, why aren't the, you know, the enforcers doing their job to make sure the drugs are not off the streets because why are these people... There's just, there's just so many issues and a lot of the, the questions I think that scare the, um, the, the powers that be is when you start asking why. Like, why is there so much gun violence? But the law says... The laws are so strict in Illinois. It's, it's got some of the most strict gun laws. So how do these truckloads of guns end up in Chicago? Why are there, why, why is there such a low um, uh, solving rate in terms of murders? Like, why is there home, so much homelessness in LA when we collect so much money for it? Where is that money going? Oh, why can't we talk about that? So there's the whys just so rarely get well answered in mainstream media and corporate media, non-independent media. And that's why you see a, a lot of people going in the direction of independent because it's if you care it will wear on your soul you know I mean you can only make so much money to feel like well I don't know like the world's crumbling around me but I'm fine so I'm just gonna mm-hmm. keep on keeping on so that's really the difference it allows you to just do what you think is the right thing to do using your experience using your editorial judgment using your um yeah editorial judgment and experience as opposed to having somebody just you know, edit in a way where it ultimately what it does is maintain the status quo because you put a lot of like allegedly's and this and that. And it's like, well, I mean, we kind of know that one. Like we, we kind of know that is happening. So why are we allegedly? Why are we all this stuff? So it's, it's very sophisticated in terms of the censorship, but that's ultimately what makes what, what separates it from independent journalism is one is censored and the other is not. And so um, what would you say for you personally is the the pros and cons of it? You know, I know you mentioned before, like, 
you know, you get a larger platform, you know, when you were on those other other shows. Um, what what would you say the pros and cons of, of each? What I would say is, um, you know, everybody's got a different path, but there is a value in starting off in these sort of corporate mainstream spaces. And what I mean by that is you don't have to worry about how you get the funding, the studio, the lights, the look, the the animation, the graphics, all that stuff. Like it's kind of just figured out for you whether you like the setup or not. And what you do is you go in and you learn the skills of your particular job to the best of your ability. If you're trying to do something independent before really getting those reps in somewhere, and it doesn't have to be like, you know, a lot of my perspective is from the news element or the news angle. So it doesn't have to be at the mainstream CNN New York Times for sure. Um, in fact, sometimes it's better if you go to the more quote unquote alternatives or like smaller uh, media companies because you can do more. Um, so in general, I would I would advise people not to skip to the independent step, although for some people that works out just fine um, mm-hmm. because it makes you think too much about the business element and all that stuff but instead of focusing on your own skill. And now that I have gone independent, it's the right time because it's like 10 plus years in. So I'm not worried about my editorial judgment, my ability to you know get things right, how to crossword all that all that stuff is it's it's it I, I can do it in my sleep you know I mean it requires alertness but I, I, I can do it it's just all the other figuring out like how do you get the funding and how do you make sure that funding doesn't come from sources that's going to turn you into another corporate media journalist because now it's different you know interests but they've got their own too so now they feel like they, they can tell you you know what to talk about how to talk about it so that's the difference you know it's 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 kind of like when you're in your parents home growing up and you just you want to be the one in charge but really what you should be trying to do is how to figure out how to be like a good functioning person like just focus on that and then you realize that only later right and that's that's the same as true for uh I think in some ways for the career it's like you don't want to be the boss too quick because you need to learn all this other stuff that leads up to it. That's so real. That's so real. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I have a have a teenage daughter and, and, I, and I've definitely heard myself in those words, <laughs> you know, me, me telling that to her, you know, but, um, you know, I, I'm interested to see what your take is on this. Um, this was years ago. I heard um, an interview with um, Denzel Washington. And um, I was on a red carpet or something, and he talked about media. And he said that those who wa- listen to the news and read newspapers are misinformed. And if you don't, you're uninformed. Mm. And so I'm curious for you, um, from your lens, uh, how true is that one? Or, or, or do you see, do you understand a sentiment in that? And how important is it to diversify where you're getting your information? Um, so that you can be um, informed in a way that um, can give you some grounding and in, in, in some a better understanding of whatever issue that you're particularly interested in. The truth of that statement is just like it makes me want to throw my hands up. It is so incredibly true, and the reason why it's still such a, a 
gives me almost like an emotional reaction when I hear stuff like that is because I learned this somewhat recently, right? I, I really did believe, and again, I saw a lot of, you know, biases and censorship and all of that along the way, but I really ultimately felt like if you were reading up on all the, you know, mainstream quote unquote established, respected outlets, like you knew what was going on. And then in the last year, just seeing how a country that I was born in, where I had actually my mother in during, when the war started, uh, I just, you know, where I, I just happened to have connections or whatever. When I see the way that that is just slanted, and then of course we all know about how Iraq and uh, was framed and Syrians talk about what's happening and Yemenis and now you see the Ukraine thing and you're just like Okay, like we've seen this before. We can't just take, you know, the president's um, Take on this and it's true. It's almost better one of the most frustrating things is arguing with people say specifically about this Ethiopia conflict but a lot of other issues who think they're informed because they read these newspapers, uh, established newspapers and watch these TV networks because they're so sure that they know because they trust these spaces and once you see how, I mean, I'm just gonna say it, they're criminals. Like in a normal world, some of the stuff that Western media has done, people would be behind bars. Because they've done things that have supported regime change, violent regime change, that has divided people to a point where they're killing each other because they're telling one group, hey, the other side's trying to kill you when it's not true. Like they have uh, created, uh, you know, manufactured consent for interventions, military interventions, all this stuff. So it's almost more refreshing, honestly, to talk to somebody that doesn't put so much weight on those entities and maybe doesn't even read that much or watch that much of them than to try to talk to someone that puts every that, that puts so much emphasis and so much weight on them and then is like we'll argue with you to the death about stuff based on what CNN has said so the counter to that is there's a lot of great um, more independent outlets you know they may be funded by big time big timers but they're kind of allowed to do what they want editorially so breakthrough news is a huge one that I've come to know in the last year uh, you've got so many independent a lot of them are on YouTube like I am um, and I'm gonna plug this in and say I'm on Hermela TV assuming this is still the case <laughs> airs but yeah I'm on YouTube at Hermela TV and um, you know you YouTube's a really incredible platform. It does have some censorship though, so there are some limitations. You'll see people get taken down for really weird stuff, for just really um, innocuous stuff. So um, to just diversify, even the United Nations, you cannot trust all the data that comes out of the United Nations. All these aid agencies have been tools of war in many developing countries, including Ethiopia, including Haiti, all these different places where they're saying, it's just the uh, we can go in so many different directions, but this this whole idea that the white countries are in the black and brown countries, helping them just for the sake of helping them is just completely not true, is what we've come to find out. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's like check your, you know, like in some forms people know not to trust like these white institutions. Uh, for their data and then in other forms they kind of forget like they think this is different so some people might look at CNN and 
look at some of the way they cover things domestically and know that CNN's just like sensationalizing stuff, right? But then when CNN tells them something about another country, they believe it wholeheartedly. Uh, so it's 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 one of those things that until you experience it from a network uh, or or a newspaper, it's almost hard to tell people, hey, all these institutions you thought were these credible journalism institutions, well, when it comes to certain things, they are literally propaganda outlets.